Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Aston Villa 2, Arsenal 4. Um, and my own personal opinion is don't let the scoreline fool you. Um, Aston Villa doing Aston Villa things. In the la- I'm sorry, I suppose, first of all, incredibly unlucky goal to go 3-2 down. Obviously, the fourth goal doesn't happen if we're not 3-2 down. So, um, you know, you have to take everything in context as well. But uh, And we might as well just start on that because I want to finish in some positives or I want to talk about positives as well because I thought there was an absolute ton of positives in that game. Um, but this game was incredibly unlucky. Um, I think that uh, I've, I've seen a lot of people, I've actually seen tons of people online saying, um, and Villa fans as well, and look, as I say, I don't tell anyone how to fan, I'm just telling you what my opinion is. I I personally wouldn't be um, wishing bad karma on Emmy Martinez, as in saying he deserved that for time-wasting throughout the course of the game. Um, that wouldn't be my style. That wouldn't be my way of doing it. But if if people want to do that, that's absolutely fine by me. You know, I I I don't I don't care if people do it. Um, but I think it's it's a you know bringing it up because I've seen I've seen a bit of it. Um, just to talk about it because I don't know how you guys feel. Um, but it's one of those goals that you see conceded in FIFA. The ball comes down after crossbar hits off the goalkeeper and goes in, and you know that's it's it's something that you'll probably see on um a question of sport in a couple of years years time. And what happened next when of those situations and, you know, Arsenal got lucky uh, with regards to that. Yes, they were on top of us for the majority of the second half. Um, Nketia hits the crossbar with a header. Uh, we also have Leon Bailey was incredibly unlucky who, who for a brilliant save from, from Aaron Ramsdale, um, uh, it could be three all at that stage. Well, we could be three two up and then it could be three all when that, uh, when that Jorginho goal goes in. 
Um, obviously, Arsenal had that miss from Odegaard as well. Uh, but I think in the main that Aston Villa played very resolutely today. I think they were very well structured. Um, Ollie Watkins' goal was taken absolutely superbly. Um, uh, we caught, caught Arsenal absolutely cold on that one. I, I was saying prior to the game that we should attack down the right-hand side. Uh, ben White, actually. I'm going to, going to give a couple of moments to speak about Ben White. Ben White being transitioning from uh, a centre-half and a central defensive midfielder over to that right to that right back position was absolutely fantastic today. He was brilliant going forward. He dug out one or two brilliant crosses. That cross he dug out where Inketia hit the crossbar, I thought was a really good cross. <coughs> ben White looked really good today, but Aston Villa caught him twice. And the two times we caught him, we scored uh, We scored two goals from. Um, I thought both our goals were really well worked, really well taken. I thought they looked, you know, we looked like a really good unit um, for a lot of the time today. When we're in defence, um, I thought Martinez was shaky today. Some of the some of the those uh, balls out to the out to the sideline, he overhit his man. I think it was three times. Yeah, he got caught in possession then as well by Enketia as well. Um, uh, I, you know, we can we can talk about some of the things they did. I don't think the ball coming back and hitting him off the uh, off the crossbar was like there's nothing you can do about that. That's just just an incredibly bad luck. Um, but uh, I think for the first goal as well, being a bit more commanding, like the, the Tyrone Mings header was into no man's land. It should have been either out over the, out over the, the the end line or Martinez has an easy catch there, you know. And somebody takes somebody needs to take, um, I suppose, more command of that situation. But there was a lot of uh, indecision there. Mings heads it back out, and I can't. I still haven't seen. I haven't seen any replays of it, and I I, I think it might have been Kamara was caught flat footed. That's not to blame Kamara. I just wanted to know who was caught caught there because I'd like to think that we'd be alive in the box for Sacco's goal and, and Sacco scored a brilliant goal you know just smashes it into the back of the net um, but that's kind of my synopsis on it is just an incredibly like once again I will say that uh, in my 37 years in this planet soon to be 38 there have been some days where I've come away from matches and I've been embarrassed um, because of a result or whatever, and my my New Year's resolution this year is not to be embarrassed about being an Aston Villa fan. It defines me. It defines absolutely who I am, and um, I'm not embarrassed by this result um, because, as I say, we we went toe to toe with Arsenal. We very easily could have won this game. It's not a moral victory by any, by any um, manner of means. Um, we lost to a, an incredibly unlucky goal from our point of view. But then again, if you don't shoot, you don't score. Uh, and Jorginho takes a shot from nowhere. Um, their second goal, Zinchenko gets it at the edge of the area. Um, could the press could could the press have been a bit more? Probably could have, but we pressed at three different levels. And when you see the way that people run out to it, I think Zinchenko just puts it in literally the only place, the only place he can put it to score. Now people might think differently, um, but I think that we had uh, a wall at, at at least three different levels there for that shot to come through, and he just puts it in the right spot and. Uh, uh, very unlucky, a uh, very well taken goal, and and I think the, co- the quality of the first four goals was really good. Two goals from Arsenal, two goals from Villa. Um, I thought some of the quality of play from Villa was really good, and some of the quality of play from Villa was really sloppy. Uh, Philippe Coutinho obviously gets his goal, really well worked goal. Once again, he uh, Arsenal fans would be looking at maybe what the press was like on him for his goal, and the fact that the ball Bundia just lets the ball through his legs, and it comes to Coutinho like that should have been. Um, from an Arsenal point of view, I'm sure there's an Arsenal podcast here going, we should have stopped that from getting through to Coutinho. But once again, Coutinho puts that in the only place that Ramsdale can't get to it. You know, it goes right across him and puts it in there as well. So the quality of the first four finishes, I thought, were really good. 
Uh, obviously, the last two goals are what they are. Um, an incredibly unlucky goal, as I say again. And then the fourth one just, just doesn't happen if the third goal doesn't happen. Um, but uh, And I'm still not sure I'm okay with him coming up for the corner. I don't know if there's anything to be won in that instance there in a league game. But then again, I suppose, look, there's nothing to be lost either by, uh, by him going up there. Uh, and we can see the goal. It looks silly and people will point and laugh for a while. But, you know, that's that's just the nature of that's just the nature of, of the way football fanning is um, at the moment. But I'm going to come to some of your comments. I am on my own today, uh, after after the game today. So I'm going to come to uh, your comments and see. Uh, I haven't looked at any of them there yet. But Philly D says, sorry, incredibly harsh. Yeah, I'm yeah, I, I, I think Villa could have got more out of that game. Um, but uh, Arsenal needed a stroke of luck. Uh, they need a stroke of luck the way that their last few games have gone, and 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 they've gotten it. They've gotten it here. They've gotten it today. And and you know, um, I actually want Arsenal to win the league. Uh, if we can't win it, I would like Arsenal to win it out of Arsenal City. So, um, uh, but I didn't want them to beat us today. You know, and the two of those can be mutually exclusive, obviously. Um, every, everything Villa says for fuck's sake, how's your look? Absolutely gutting. Um. Adam says, could have won it in another day. Uh, Jed asks, why can't we ever get luck? Uh, Jack says, was was a great game of football. Yeah, I, I think it I think it was. a great. I, I actually enjoyed watching that game of football from both sides. I did. There was a lot in it. There was handbags at one stage where there were hands going up into people's chests and stuff like that. There was a couple of contentious tackles. There was four really good goals and two, uh, two late goals to settle it. There was uh, there was some really good counter-attacking play. There was some really good defensive clearances from Tyrone Mings. And I'm not just sugarcoating this. This is talking about things in context, which I've said that I am going to try and do. Um, Ozzy Austin says, I'm proud of the boys today. Devastated, but proud. And I, I actually feel the same way. I like the way that we played today. The result obviously wasn't what we wanted. And, and I think that Aston Villa on another day could have got a different result. And that goal is just so... I've said it about 10 times, I'd say. That goal was just incredibly unlucky. Um, but the manner of the performance today, if we come out of this with a 2-2 draw today, um, which was absolutely on the cards, only for that that stroke of, of luck, is, uh, is... is is And and look, I'm waiting for when I come down through the comments here to say, you make your own luck, because I know somebody's going to say it if they haven't said it already. Um, uh, like, that, th- that would have been an OK result for me, I think. It would have been a great result for me, 2-2, because... You know, I expected a draw at the start. I, I thought I was hopeful of getting a draw at the start of the game. Uh, Richard Ryan says Watkins was brilliant. His finish was excellent. I re- I agree with that. His finish was really, really good. Watkins finish. thought he worked very hard throughout the, throughout the, the game. Um, Just one, t- one thing that, kind of, that he needs to kind of brush up on is there was one time when we had a counter-attack. He took the ball really wide onto the left-hand left hand, uh, touchline almost. And John McGinn was steaming through. And he still went for the cross to John McGinn. And he had, he was like, he just didn't have the power in the cross. There was no way he was getting the cross there. But overall, Ali Watkins, I thought his goal was really good today. Um, and uh, if he keeps on scoring goals, you know, that's what we need uh, from Ali Watkins is goals, goals, goals. Adam says Duran was a big positive. Um, I agree. Uh, J- John Duran, the battering ram, he came on and he pressed like mad. Very unlucky not to have a goal. Like uh, he, he had an opportunity. Um, I think... How will I put this? You know, I, I think he wanted to do everything other than shoot for that opportunity he had. I think he wanted to square the ball to Leon Bailey, but he left it too late and then he had to have a shot because he was slowing down to find the proper moment to square the ball, I think. Um, but his shot was really good, albeit it was at, at Ramsdale. And uh, once again, John Duran came in. He won a couple of goals in the air. He pressed really hard. And 
some some decent minutes for the young man there, albeit it would have been nicer to be in a more positive result. Um, uh, Snowflake says, uh, fantastic, so close, fantastic game. I thought we lost our legs a bit in the second. I presume that's the second half as opposed to the second floor. Um, Dean Bradley says, conceded eight goals, in the, eight goals in the last two home games. Yeah, absolutely. But we still could have got a two-all draw out of this, uh, out of this game today. And uh, as I say, context is king. Um, and 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 we've conceded eleven goals in the last three games, uh, but context is king. You know this is an improvement over those last two games. Um, I think that that's fair to say it was an improvement because you know when you like that, as I say, you can say about well, goals conceded all you want, but like those that that last goal is you know it is what it is. You know it was throwaway stuff. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, that last that that last goal was uh, that that just doesn't happen if the third goal doesn't go in. Um, I think that's fair to say. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, where else are we? Uh, Aston Villa armchair fan says, "What a performance! Bad luck in the end. Feel for the boys, but very encouraging for me. I take the positives out of it. Uh, I, oddly enough, I am as well. You know, um, I think if Jorginho." isn't closed down, has a strike and it goes in cleanly. I think I might feel a small bit more aggrieved, but I just like, you know, on another day that hits off Mammy Martinez and goes out for a corner. Uh, and and we clear our lines and we end up at two two and and look I, I know the lad like I'm sure I haven't come to a comment yet but I'm sure someone is going to say sugarcoating of the game that's fine if you think I, if you think the performance is that bad that I'm sugarcoating it that's absolutely fine as I say I, I just come on here and I talk about my opinion it's not trying to convince anybody that I'm right or wrong uh, if people agree with me that's fantastic if people don't agree with me I I still want to talk to you I want to get that that kind of discourse I want to get um the stuff that obviously people that I will have maybe not taken into account. Continue to talk to me if your if if uh, opinions differ, and that's absolutely fine. Um, Mike Warmbold, Simon Hooper investigation in coming after his second half performance. I think his first half performance as well. I think he was relatively out there just to have a stroll around the field for good parts of that that game. Like ideally, Biakisako probably should have been off. He should have had two yellows. Um, and Eddie and Ketia, that dive, like that dive, was probably the worst dive you would see. It's the it's probably the worst dive you will see, maybe even between now and the end of the season. It was really bad, really bad dive. And and if you if you have simulation and you don't book somebody in that instance for 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 that 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 type of simulation. But look, Simon Hooper, I I, I don't know. And once again, somebody can tell me what I'm wrong. But I don't think Simon Hooper was the reason we lost this game today. Um, but yeah, curious, some curious curious leniency, I think, at times from Simon Hooper today. Um. For sure. Uh, uh, oh. uh. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, John Steele says, good game, but I'm gutted. It's a hard one to take. I just hope we batter Everton. Well, we have to go and get a result against Everton. We have to get a result against everybody. We felt, we, I felt we could have got a result today, um, and we could have got a result today. We weren't, like, it wasn't like the Man City game. This game wasn't like the Man City game for sure. We looked a lot more coordinated. We looked a lot more structured. We looked a lot more coherent uh, in this game than we did against Man City, specifically Man City first half. And that gives me optimism for sure. Um, going up against Everton next week will obviously be one that I would um, be more expectant that we would get something from. Um, I would be expecting that we would, if we played to the level that we played today, that we should have a good, ch- a good, a very, very good chance of getting three points out of Everton uh, next week. Uh, but consistency has been a thing for Aston Villa over the last four or five games, you know. And uh, losing is a habit, just like winning is a habit. So we need to stop the rot, the rot somewhere. Three losses in a row now. We need to stop that rot. And I thought today was going to be it, whereby it would have only been two losses in a draw. And I think that would have been a good result for Aston Villa. But no, we we go into Everton next week. And, uh, you know, we're craving those points that, that are potentially on offer. Um, uh, uh, a couple of people not happy with the, the time wasting. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, I just, I, I don't think it was karma for all, for... For what happened with the ball coming down off the crossbar and hitting off Emmy Martinez, me myself, I just like I don't wish bad things on my players. Um, not that anybody here in the in the comments did. Not that anybody here in the comments did. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I just saw a couple of things on Twitter, and me personally, I I don't do that. And uh, as I say, it's fine. Um, ba, ba, ba. this is a question I will continue to ask until the end of the season until I see improvement. If Aston McPhee is the is the set-piece coach, then why are we conceding so much from corners and from set-pieces? Can't remember what this statistic is again. Is it 12 goals this year, I think, maybe conceded from set-pieces? We only conceded one from a set-piece today, I think, didn't we? Yeah, one from a set-piece. That might be 12 12 conceded from set-pieces. That's that's an issue. Specifically when you are, your title is set-piece coach. That, that is an issue. Now, once again, going back to my commentary on the on, on what the Zinchenko goal actually, what I felt the Zinchenko goal was, when we look at it again, there's three people kind of pressing in an arc. Yes, no one gets right out to touch off him or anything like that or lay, lay a glove on him, but I, I still think we'd have covered enough that it, if he gets at a foot either either side of where he hits it, it either goes, it either hits the post or it hits off one of our players. I think he genuinely just found the sweet spot for it there. But once again, you know, we didn't look like we were as alert to it as we possibly could have been. And it was just a simple short corner as well. Short, quick corner. Um, uh, Ed says, absolutely gutted, played so well, lost our legs in the last 20, and we go again. And that was, that was an interesting one as well, because we made a lot of subs. We made a lot of subs, and... I'll watch it back again. I, I, I don't know whether we lost our, 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 our legs or whether we were just overly cautious about committing people forward. Like I still think John McGinn had, had energy left in, in, in his legs. Um, I thought when we made the substitutions, like the, the one big thing about bringing Dendonka on for Douglas Luis is you miss, uh, you miss pace. Like Dendonka is, is, 
is nowhere near. It doesn't have the the sharpness of turn and so on from uh, from Douglas Louise. Um, but he has height, he has strength, and he he you know the potentially brought on there to help with corners, to help with those long balls, help with the high balls through because we weren't really dealing with those. And to allow Tyrone Minks to not have to commit into midfield to win those, win maybe a high ball or a long ball up. Um, I think there was merit towards that, but. The turning ability of Douglas Louise, the nimbleness of Douglas Louise, we do see a, a drop off of that when Dendonker comes on. Or I felt that we saw a bit of a drop off from when Dunker, when Dendonker came on. And uh, in this game, I would say contextually for within this game with the players that that you have around there, where you need to be able to turn quickly, and um, when somebody is running at you, like an Odegaard or like a Martinelli or like a Sacco, if you get get caught up one to one with them, um, I think that is uh, that's just something I took away from those last twenty minutes or so. Um, where else are we? Um, uh, some people thinking the the second half was an embarrassing display. That's absolutely fine. Um, I I don't think it was I don't think it was embarrassing. But because I say, um, we'll we'll watch it again and maybe we'll find other things that we that we missed. Um, in the in the second half, uh. uh, uh Biakin Sacco, guys, um, what a footballer, firstly, you know, and two things, once again, can be true. Uh, what a footballer Saka, Saka is, and I keep on calling him Sacco, I do apologize. Uh, Saka, what a, what a brilliant uh, footballer he is. Um, but he's the style of footballer that um, he's going to get tackled. If that makes sense, and, and and I seem to find sometimes that he doesn't expect that he should be tackled, um, and obviously we know that the, they did get yellow card and 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 the other one I thought was high and I thought he followed through purposely on Alex Moreno and probably should have been a second yellow card. It wasn't a red card that first one, I don't think so, but like should potentially be a second yellow card uh, or a first yellow card with the second one being a second yellow card there. But um, he did play on. He looked injured, and I thought that you know asked. The, I was kind of worried because it seemed like Villa knew he was injured and kind of just left him out on an island on his own out there. But they continually cross, they continually hit crossfield passes to him, and it continued to stretch us. And I just wonder if that compactness that we wanted in in, in the back four and not going to that six at the back at times in the second half, um, might have been a bit naive, not naive, but might have been a bit of a, a missed trick, I think, from from um, from Villa today. Uh, because when the ball went to him, his control was still absolutely fantastic, Saka, injured or not injured. And he was still able to bring people into into play, like Ben White. He was able to bring Odegaard into play. Xhaka at times came over there as well. So, you know, it allowed them to regroup on the other side and allowed them to regroup for those crosses. And they did win one or two crosses that came in from that right, from our right, uh, our left-hand side, their right-hand side uh, as well in that second half. So that's, that's something else as well. Um, back to some of the comments here as well. Um, standing on the word says Chuff for Coutinho he played well Watkins is turning up I think Bailey tried to be clever when he got into the box and he could have had a shot yeah 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 I remember that one he had his man beaten he tried to turn him again a second time I think uh, he learned from his mistake though and just swung a foot at it a right foot at it the second time Ramsdale makes a, uh, for the second chance he had Ramsdale makes a brilliant save you know and, uh, and once again I'm lamenting missed chances here but the, the reality is that Ramsdale makes a brilliant save goes off the crossbar and then their one is it comes off the crossbar, hits off our goalkeeper, and goes in the back of the net. You know, so when one was extremely unlucky for us, one was extremely lucky for Arsenal. So it's 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 
that's that's just factual. I think I don't think anyone could be too too uh, um, annoyed about me saying that. I think. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to finish up on that there, guys, as well, uh, because I uh, I, th- I don't really have much more to to, to chat about uh, with regards to it. You know, we've covered everything. Um, I don't really have anything else to kind of go on because it would just be reactionary, you know, talking about things that I only kind of half remember. So we'll watch this game again. We might get Paddy on it uh, to see what, what his feelings were maybe later on uh, at the start of next week. But uh, all in all, not the result we wanted from Aston Villa today. Um, it looked like it would be a good result for Aston Villa up until maybe the last five minutes or so. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, don't let anybody point and laugh at you, you know. And if they do, fuck them, you know, back to the fuck them family here. That's what we're going to be here. Anybody just doesn't matter, you know. It was an absolutely um outlier goal, it was a goal that doesn't happen, it was a freak goal. You know, there are going to be people that are going to be pointing and and uh, talking about Emmy Martinez. He seems to be everybody's favorite person to hate. Uh, at the moment, he's just taken on the Jack Greenish mantle of we need to hate him now uh, from other fans. Fuck him. That's the way it is. That's the way I feel about it. Um, ain't going to lose any sleep over what other fans feel about our club. Um, it's what we feel about the club that matters, and that's why we support them. So with that in mind, everybody, I'm going to sign off. Thanks very much, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Wasn't to be our day today. We will be back again with more podcasts over the course of the next week. But have a very good and a very safe rest of your rest of your weekend. We'll see you all back here um, very, very soon. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.